Buying a house can feel like you're going 200 miles per hour in bumper-to-bumper traffic with a dirty windshield and the sun in your eyes. Ruoff Mortgage has the technology, expert staff, and resources to simplify the process while speeding up the time it takes to get clear to close. So while getting a loan can seem intimidating, Ruoff Mortgage will have you opening the door to your new home fast and stress-free. Visit Ruoff.com to learn more. That's Ruoff.com. This NASCAR season, every member of the Toyota Racing Team is doing their part to take the trophy home. Like 6th grader Melissa Kowalski, who changes true to true X on every true-false quiz she takes. All my teachers are Martin Truex Jr. fans now. Keep up the great work, Melissa. To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. Again, it is Wing Nation presented by Hercules Tires. Right on our strength. Talking sprint car racing, our favorite time of the week. Aaron Everham and Steve Buster, how are you? I'm good. How about you? I'm fantastic. Are you kidding me? Yeah, you got a lot of dirt racing. I mean, I am like, I'm, I'm not quite to the promised land of sprint car racing, okay? <laughs> but I'm dirt track. I went to... Um, you had dirt in the ears uh, yeah. and eye oh, yeah, and all exactly. that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I went to uh, Cherokee Speedway, the place your mama warned you about. Yep. Saw the World of All Late Models on Friday night. Had a great time. Tailgated there. Oh, uh, tailgated with professional. Some, tailgated with some folks from Gastonia. Some uh, some cornhole players from Gastonia. What a mess. What a great time. What great, great people. Um, sampled some Gastonia moonshine. So was this impromptu or are these friends of yours? These are prompto. No, just, just I, I go, I'll go. This is this is a I had a feeling that was Yeah, no. Case. I go to I go to tracks. I I general for whatever reason, as much as I love people, love being around people, I love going to a racetrack alone. And I literally and I've got a little grill and everything like that, and I'll just pop it out and Every time I meet somebody really cool. And these guys were great. They were cornhole players from Gastonia. Um, shout out to my cornhole player friends from <laughs> Gastonia. Um, no, I go and I, 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 so I went and I did the pits. And then I come out, you know, when they're getting ready to do driver's meeting and stuff like that. And I do uh, grill out. I just did some hot dogs and some chips and stuff like that and ate. And then went inside and had my cooler and a few frosty mm. cold beverages. And I Way love it. Go. World of All Late Models are rolling along well. Unfortunately, they got rained out. And then and then, uh, and then, then an extended stay, but then Bristol, the Bristol yes. trucks and uh, with MRN and then the Cup Series. And, you know, I just think that I just think the attention on dirt track mm-hmm. racing is spectacular for all of us. I agree. I had I put I, I posted on my Twitter last night when I got home or somewhere or riding back or whatever it is, like um, just FYI, there are dirt tracks all across America that race every yeah. Friday and Saturday night. I had a guy this morning retweet back or send me a note back on Twitter. I hadn't been to a dirt track in forty years. I need to do it, and I need to take my grandkids to the races. Oh, that's awesome. Precisely. Yeah. If we're all talking about it, then it's good. Yep. And was the NASCAR on dirt experience perfect? No. Uh, I've heard no. NASCAR brass this morning saying we've got to work on this, 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 and this. I get that. 
but was a tremendous exposure, great opportunity for like Chris Windham and, and Shane Golubek yep. to get a chance to do something that they didn't want to do. I think it showcases the amazing talent of NASCAR drivers. Yeah. I mean. Like Martin. It's, that is unreal. That's the one. We had it. dinner with them a few weeks ago, and he was talking about it. And he said, well, I don't really know what to expect. I'm going to run the truck race to get some experience. I've done some charity events, but I don't I don't have any dirt experience. And I watched yesterday, and I'm thinking, well, who is he kidding? Like, look at him you go. Would have, you would have died. I And you you and I, uh, you're friends with Martin and Sherry. Yeah. I'm uh, I have, I'm a person that has a lot of respect for Martin and Sherry. Yeah. I, I don't, I'm not friends with them, but I have friends respect. When he won that first stage, it wasn't buttoned up Paul Martin Truex Jr. on the radio. It was a kid, seven-year-old kid that won yeah. his first go-kart race. He was just freaking giddy. <laughs> I mean, and Martin is and not I was giddy. just going to say, unless he's had some of his, you know, Dr. Well, Pepper well, and, you know, that is, is that his yeah. taste, yeah. <laughs> But um, I, I've said this. This is a this is a a belief that I've had. I believe that if David Pearson would have been born in Indiana, he would have been an incredible mm. open wheel racer. I think good racers. I think I think Jimmy Johnson and Jeff Gordon. They chose the course they took. They could have taken a number of courses yeah. in racing and would have succeeded in it. Absolutely. I think when you're dealing with people like that, Martin. And and Martin's maybe a little bit of a late bloomer on some of this. Martin has become he's, that guy. Though. He really has. And he was he was he was Mayetta, New Jersey. If he's four hours east, maybe he's the top world of outlaw. Yeah. Late mile or world of outlaw sprint car driver or or yeah. Pennsylvania posse guy. I think he's that good. I think good race car drivers. I think I think Steve Kinzer with a fair shot at NASCAR could have been a NASCAR yeah. champion. I think yeah, Donnie Schatz. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I think a great racer is a great racer. Yeah. And I think we saw yesterday that, and I know it's funny, you get on the chat rooms, you get on the sprint car, oh, the rich boys, and uh, Martin Truex Jr., Joey Logano, those are world-class top chef race car drivers. And, they they're, and when you get to know them, they're as humble as can be. Oh, my God, and, both of them. Yeah. yeah. I mean, just great, yeah. Well, and I think, you know, on the whole weekend at Bristol, well, what NASCAR and SMI pulled off, it, like you said, it wasn't perfect. But it was still a good race, oh God, and it, it gave really you know all the naysayers who wanted to look at it and say, "No, I don't belong on dirt." They couldn't say it. The race no. was that it was good enough. Yes, you know, it, it was. It was, it was good, good enough to them exactly. to do it, and and good enough to get another date. Yep. Which is nice because uh, one of the when as soon as Bristol announced that they're going to do it, someone from the world, world of outlaws just kind of waved and said, "Oh, <laughs> I, remember us?" And so I mean, which that's I like a fun, need to work on that this, on my schedule. Yeah, up. yeah, I need to get up there. That's that's the other thing. This this is the one that cracks me up. Being the dual fan, sprint car fan, NASCAR yeah. fan, because they're not, not really allowed. And I mean, in no, social not, media, we're not. No, we're, no, we're not allowed. Us to do people it. aren't really like the NASCAR fan. I wish they'd have done it at a real racetrack. The sprint car fan. I wish they'd put dirt back on Bristol. That was a real racetrack. <laughs> How can we get this? You know, because the sprint Why car. Why don't you fan, go to a real dirt the sprint track? Sprint car fan for the last twenty years. Yeah. All the sprint car fans wanted for the last twenty years is put dirt back on Bristol. Yeah. You know. Now the NASCAR fan is like, well, I wish we'd have done it at a real racetrack. Wait a minute. On Wing Nation Twitter, they're talking about that was a real racetrack when Sammy went around <laughs> you there. You can't win. I know. It's it's fine. It's fine. Uh, um, but it's good. And 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 World of Outlaws are gearing up to go there. I'm I cannot wait. Yeah. So I, I'm I'm all fired up about that. So uh, yeah. And sprint cars. By the way, <laughs> let's get to our uh, Hefner Racing product hot topics. Um, a question for you, Aaron. Who is the hottest sprint car driver in America? 
Well, not 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 not, not in a <laughs> uh, not in a Gary Selzy hot, good looking kind of way. Who's the maybe uh, Dominic Selzy yes, kind of he, way. And 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 Gary and Dominic are very handsome men. Let's not get <laughs> let's not get off. When I say hottest well, sprint guard, you know driver, where we're headed with that. I mean, I mean, performance wise, yeah. how about? Dominic, I mean, Selzy. we had him on. When was that? And he was just full of confidence. And I mean, you you take life going good. I don't I don't care what anyone says. And that's if you're a broadcaster, uh, a doctor, a mom, a race car driver, whatever it is. When life is going good, you perform better. You yeah. just you you just do everything good. And we had Dominic on, and and, and home life is good. Yeah, uh, you know, baby on the way, uh, in love, two pooches. He's really, uh, he has a two-legged kid on the way, or two-legged dog yeah, two, on the way, two-legged dog, yeah, two-legged dog on the two, way. Yeah, two-legged dog two-legged on the dog, way. Two-legged dog, something that um, I've yeah, never like heard that. before. Um, has embraced the family business. Yeah. And yet gets to do the racing. And they bring in Jimmy Carr to manage the racing operation, which, oh, by the way, that's a really good move. Extremely good move. So that when Dominic walks in the pit gate on Friday afternoon, he knows yeah. that car is a winning car. You put all that together, and he swept. He swept the weekend out at the it's King. Impressive. Of, yeah, um, his career high wins, I believe, was eight in twenty nineteen. He's got four, and we're in March <laughs> on a limited schedule. Yeah, yeah. I mean, compared to he's rolling. Lot. Yeah. So, and again, a very, very handsome man. Maybe not the hottest sprint car driver in America, <laughs> but a very, very handsome man in a Gary Selzy kind of way. Uh, um, Pennsylvania Williams Grove, Justin Peck. We're going to talk to Justin. Okay, raise of hands. Raise of hands. At the end of March, who is the only multi-time winner in the state of Pennsylvania? Who had Justin uh, Peck? No. Hands aren't up. No. And and Stout. Yeah. And, and Justin's a great racer. Tom Book has a great race car. There's yeah, no, but it's the, yeah. But, but no, you're not going to say that. You're the first. He's yeah. the first guy to get multiple wins in Pennsylvania. But he is. We're going to talk to him. Port Royal Dylan Sisney, he's, had, he's been top four in the last oh, yeah. the first two nights, so he's good. Jim Siegel, 15th career win at the Fabulous Lincoln Speedway. in nearly three years. Over in Ohio, we're going to talk to DJ Foose. Attica got rolling with DJ Foose getting the win. The Texas Traveler, TJ Michael, got the win. And and this this. There could not be a more Tim Kading story than Tim Kading story yeah. this weekend. Okay, Alex Hill, of course, the young young lady racer yep. from up in Canada. Uh, she had some school, so she wasn't going to be able to do the Lucas Oil ASCS tours at uh, Super Bowl Raceway and then I thirty. So let's get super sub Tim Kading tomorrow, <laughs> which you can't go wrong. You. You can't go wrong from an entertainment value. All of it. And you can't go wrong from a behind-the-wheel yeah. value. If if I'm if I have a sprint car team and I know I have one race that I need to fill in with a driver, TK is like the guy. He is like super sub. Yeah. You know what chassis? What I, I don't know. Just I let, don't me, care. let me let me go. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So he flies to Texas, and they proceed to get rained out. So they just find a a um, Kennedale Speedway sprint banners race, and he just goes and wins it. It's, it's, this is TK doing TK type thing. Yes. Yeah, no, very TK. Very TK-ish. Yes, it is. Um, so I, we love Tim Kane. Yeah. Oh, my God. He's phenomenal, eh? He is. Yeah. yeah. Coming, coming to who knows what near you. Yeah. You, you, I would not be shocked. I, I, Tim Kading is one of those people that I would not be shocked if I am in Brooklyn, Michigan, and there's not a sprint car race within 8,000 miles. And I walk into a bar and see Tim Kidding sitting at the bar. I would not, that would not shock me at all. Tim at a bar? At a bar, yeah. Huh. Or 
I go to a a a, a racetrack in Idaho, and there's a junior sprint division there, and Tim's yes. out there. Yep. Yeah, I mean, he just is, he's everywhere he's awesome. and great all the time. Yes. And I, I love this. And the Hills are great people. Yep. You know, it's a TK. Parks it <laughs> down in Texas. So, fun stuff. Uh, speak, oh, uh, and Brad Sweet one that Jason does. Speaking of parking, how about um, Carson Hosevar's truck yesterday? A nod to Brian Clausen. Yeah, they had the Brian that Clausen. That was awesome. And so Tim posted something. And I actually stood there. Yeah. I was standing there during the uh, invocation and the ceremonies. I was standing by that truck, and I'm like, and I missed yeah, the pit really note. Neat. I missed the pit note that I didn't. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. So I took a picture of it. And so Tim, I'd sent him the picture of the the name above yeah. the door and everything like that. Just uh, that was special. It, when I say parking it with Tim Kading, I think about uh, five years. Crazy. Yeah, it really is. So, but I love that that. Uh, Al Nice, they're still, everyone's still remembering Brian. We talked about him on our broadcast. Yeah. Yeah, we got a chance to talk a little bit about Brian on that. our broadcast. So I think it's awesome. So there you have it, our Hefner Racing product hop topics. Um, trailer and shop accessories, all right? If you if if you have a race team, you need to uh, talk about Hefner Racing products. They know sprint cars. They know what works best for your team. No other accessory can match them. Their quality, performance, and design Top trailer builders use HRP trailer accessories to outfit their stock and custom build units. They're always adding cordless drill tool uh, or cordless tool charging station. Sleek in design holds uh, two cordless drills, impacts flashlights, and everything. Aaron, it really works well, and in, in, it just clears the clutter from yes, the Yes, for us types that are OCD, it keeps clutter from your workbench. And the roster includes something for every racer, team, trailer, and shop. So don't settle for anything less than Sprint Car Racing's number one accessories manufacturer. www.hrpracing.com. We mentioned Jim Siegel, one of the great racers up in Pennsylvania, took the top spot off Tim Wagaman at the fabulous Lincoln Speedway, Lincoln Speedway Siegel's 15th win. Here's our buddy Wayne Harper with the call on Flow Racing. And now for the driving, death-defying move of the week, where one driver simply amazes us with their on-track moves. Siegel beside the 5E and moves by as they enter turn number three. We've got a new leader. That death-defying move was brought to you by Drydeen Diesel All Death, the official death of the world of outlaws and wheelmen everywhere. Visit drydeen.com for more information. Over the years, Drydeen has stood for uncompromised value and proven performance. Known as the hardest working brand in heavy duty lubrication, Drydeen's heritage is made in America and made to last. Drydeen products work to increase the life and enhance the efficiency of your equipment in the toughest conditions. Learn more about Drydeen's products at Drydeen.com. From grassroots racing to NASCAR, Drydeen is a proud supporter of racing everywhere. For a year-round high-quality eating experience, look no further than sage fruit, apples, pears, and cherries. Not only is their produce healthy, but they are grown with such care and precision that you can count on each piece of fruit having exceptional flavor. Sage fruit, it's our first choice for quick and easy snacking. Wing Nation presented by Hercules Tires rolling along. Let's go to the Dry Dean Hotline, fresh off of a trip to Victory Lane at Attica Raceway Park. DJ Foose is on the line. Hello, DJ. Welcome into Wing Nation. Hi there. Thanks for having me on your show. My man, what's going on? How's it? Uh, how, what's it feel like to get the season started off with a trip to Victory Lane? Oh, man, it feels so great. It's always tough to get that first one of the year, so to be able to do it the second night out for us. Uh, it's quite the accomplishment. Now we can just focus on racing and winning. 
DJ, talk about the race. Uh, I know in victory lane you talked about when under a yellow you saw that Byron Reed had made it up to second <laughs> place, and you, you talked about kind of making sure you hit your lines just perfect. But, you know, a, a track like Attica that can be so tricky, when you're leading the race, talk about how difficult it is to know how to hit those marks right that you're not going to give someone like Byron a chance to get by you. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, when you start on the pole, you're kind of a sitting duck. So I really just focused on uh, hitting my marks and running a good pace of the race. Uh, and then, like, we had that caution with about 10 to go. I seen Byron as a second. So, uh, okay, I have to run 10 qualifying laps. I have to make sure I'm as hard as I can possibly go for these 10 laps. And I ended up having a caution with, like, six to go, and he was still in second. And I hadn't heard him or seen him. And then uh, just... And I ran my six qualifying laps, basically. But, I mean, everything worked out. But the pressure of knowing Byron's behind you, I knew he started 19th. And I thought, man, he must be really, really fast. But it all worked out in our favor. Uh, Mike Summers had my car really good. Uh, the whole crew, uh, they did a nice job this last weekend. Doug Berryman had my Berryman racing shock dialed in. No doubt. How... um. I think you finished the season pretty strong as well. How how nice is it to be able to transfer speed from one season to the next season? Now, there's always the uncertainties when you roll out the first time, first few races. That's got to be very nice to have that comfort that where you were ended or pretty good at the end of last year, you're good this year so far. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we found a few things there towards the end of the year. Unfortunately, it took almost all season to uh, get her dialed in, but yeah, we started out the year with some speed. We didn't really have the best result opening night at Attica, but we passed 12 cars. So, I mean, it's pretty hard to complain about that. Um, then to be able to win, I know it was from the front row, but it's uh, pretty easy to get complacent when you're in the lead like that. So I just had to make sure everything was uh, – I did everything I should do. DJ, when you talk about, you know, last season was a bit of a rough season until you found some speed at the end and, and you had made some changes. When you talk about those changes without being specific, are they just minor setup changes? Did you change, like, a parts manufacturer? What are those things, and how difficult when you're in a bad season is it to find those, what, what's wrong or what you need to work on? <laughs> uh, it is very frustrating <laughs> when you're in a bad season because you're just, like, sometimes you just get so frustrated you don't know what to do. And then sometimes I start to question myself, is it me? Am I doing something wrong? But uh, we just changed a little bit of stuff with the shocks. And uh, like I said, Doug Berryman got my shock dialed in so far. There towards the end of the year, he, we figured some stuff out. And we were able to transfer it over into this season. Nice. That is cool. Shock packages. I mean, you look at a track like Attica that is so technical, mm-hmm. and there's there's times you're tiptoeing around the bottom. This past Saturday, you spent a lot of time, especially in one and two, up on the top side of the racetrack. You know, how how critical is it to to have a shock guy like that that you have the, the, the confidence and comfort in, and, and you can not only have a good shock this past Saturday, but continue to develop that relationship? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, shocks are, I feel like shocks are a really big part of us. I mean, between the shocks and the top wing, those are the things that seem to change the most. Uh, so you just have to stay up with it. And uh, Doug's pretty sharp. He does a very nice job. And Mikey uh, Summers, that works on my race car, gets us tuned in even better. So, uh, yeah, it's just a big part of it. And then us rolling into this All-Star weekend, hopefully we can roll into Attica with some momentum and keep uh, carrying on the speed we have right now. I was going to mention the All-Stars rolling into Attica this weekend, but – as it is, you know, we talked about Byron Reed, but the the competition yeah. level in Ohio is really strong. What are your thoughts? Obviously, going in with a win is a great way to start this upcoming weekend with the All-Stars. But what are your thoughts about the competition level and everything that's going on in Ohio? 
Oh, absolutely. I grew up watching Byron Reed. <laughs> Ever since I was a little kid, I watched Byron Reed, and he was always the dominant car. So, I mean, I've been in the position I was this last spot for Saturday night with Byron behind me, and sometimes it hasn't worked out for me. But uh, sometimes it does. So, uh, yeah, I think our competition level is pretty good. We have Holden Tito. Chris Andrews is back racing again, and he's really fast. Um, I'm sure I'm forgetting some guys right now on the spot. But, uh, yeah, I feel like we have pretty good competition. Oh, Cap Henry. I mean, he won yeah. 10 races last year and a couple all-star races. So it's uh, hard to pass over those kind of guys. So if we can beat them, that's quite the accomplishment. DJ, we had Cap on last year a couple of times, and they obviously hit on something really, really good. We've talked to Brad Sweet about this when he was chasing Donnie Shots all over the country. We've talked to a lot of drivers. When you have someone that comes in last year and 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 gets the gets the winning setup and 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 clubs you with it on a somewhat regular basis, um, you talked about gaining speed throughout the course of the season. Uh, it, that, that's got to be pretty good motivation when you have someone that's running good to, to, to in, in, a, in a gauge and a, and a measuring stick to see how you're doing when you have someone that's, that's as stout as that. Absolutely. I mean, it's something you're taught as a very young racer. You're only as good as your competition. Yeah. And I felt like Cap Henry was always the car to beat last year. And at the end of the day, you have to think about, okay, somebody has to beat him. Why can't it be me? So we just have to, we made our changes to be able to do so. And uh, I feel like I, Picked it up in the driver's seat a little bit. Uh, I needed to be more aggressive. And I paid off for a Saturday night. Now, hopefully, we can continue to do it all uh, summer long. DJ, you talked about in Victory Lane about, uh, I think you woke up that morning thinking about winning the race and pulling into Victory Lane afterwards. How important is that positive attitude? You just mentioned it, that you yourself had to work on some things. But going into a race, feeling that confident, how much does that help? It makes a huge difference. I mean, I don't know, someone company just feel like man today is my day so i had that feeling saturday morning and then uh we actually do pill draw at attica so the crew chief did the pill draw and he came back with a one so i was like oh my gosh it's all coming to fruition so it's my race to lose at this point put the pressure on yourself didn't you <laughs> oh yeah well both of us i told him well just make sure you don't mess this thing up <laughs> yeah, that's great yeah good stuff that's for sure uh you mentioned the all-stars this weekend are there other big plans this year or sticking close to Attica, Fremont area? What's what's kind of your overall game plan as you as you roll into 2021? Well, uh, over the winter, we talked about we're going to do all of Ohio Speed Week again. Uh, I really look forward to that. We're going to hit some other races uh, here and there. I think we're going to go to Kokomo for the All-Star and the Outlaw race to do the week. And then uh, sure, we'll hit some other stuff along the way, especially if we keep running good. We'll have to, I feel like we have to go race. DJ, are you someone who sets goals at the beginning of the season? Like, do you have a, a goal somewhere in the points or a number of wins, or, or are you just someone who kind of takes it as it comes? Uh, when I leave the house, I go there to win. <laughs> I go to win the race. That's my mindset. But, no, I mean, yeah, obviously uh, we have – I have goals. Uh, those last two years, Fremont Speedway's championships flipped away with me. Uh, the first year by two points, the last year I lost by one. Oh. So this year, my goal is to win that championship. That's all I want to do. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, obviously, we all want to win. So the desire and the drive for everybody to just be uh, uh, as good as we possibly can be is there. So that's what our goals are, just win the most we can and try to have fun. And, and it sounds like you guys are off to a good start. DJ, we appreciate some time out of your schedule, and congratulations. Good luck with the All-Stars this weekend and on throughout, and I'm sure we'll talk to you down the road further, but congratulations. 
Absolutely. Thank you very much, and uh, thank you for having me on your show. There we go. DJ Foose. Man, I love Ohio racing. Me I too. love that. I watched the video of that race. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Can we add, like, three or four more weekends to my summer so I can get up there? <laughs> I know. I, mean, I love Attica. It just I do, too. Attica's such just great. great. Racing, oh, yeah. my gosh. I was watching that race. I'm like, oh, my gosh. And I literally, literally went back to the schedule, and I'm like, Gosh, oh, 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 oh. A lot of times in, in we have a June window and they have, they all hit like a speed week or something. But, ah, it's just working this year. Just not working this year. Got to figure this out. Um, cool stuff. Good to have DJ Fusi. He's the 2019 champion at Attica. So um, off and running and off to a really good start this season. Citywide to countryside, whatever you drive, wherever you go, Hercules has the value, selection, and industry-leading warranty to get you there no matter where the road takes you. Go to HerculesTires.com. There you can find the nearest authorized Hercules retail location to you. Plus, you can use the tire tracker to find out which Hercules tire fits your vehicle the best. That's HerculesTires.com. Hercules Tires, ride on our strength. Over 200 events from coast to coast, and they're celebrating 30 years of scattering soil. The American Sprint Car Series, the world's largest sprint car sanctioning body, is bringing more thrills with wing and even more non-wing action in 2021. 11 regional tours, the national tour. No matter where you are, we're coming to a track near you. Can be there. Get double streaming fun with Racing Boys and GoRacing.com, bringing all the adrenaline to your favorite streaming device. See the full lineup of this now at ASCSRacing.com. Just like racing components, Aggressive Hydraulics purpose builds hydraulic cylinders to perform for customer-specific applications. They design and manufacture multi-style single-stage cylinders as well as multi-stage telescopic cylinders. And it's a no-one-size-fits-all approach with Aggressive Hydraulics. Hydraulic solutions for virtually every industry that uses hydraulic cylinders. They proudly design and manufacture all cylinders in the United States. Check out the video of their story at AggressiveHydraulics.com. Oh, boy, Pennsylvania's up and rolling, and the All-Stars are getting ready to roll. So you know it's high holy days, I guess, if you're uh, Justin Peck uh, with the start. Picked up the win this past Friday night at Williams Grove, the week before at Port Royal Speedway, and joins us now on the Dry Dean Hotline. Hello, Justin. Welcome back to Wing Nation. Hey, thanks for having me again, guys. Hi, Justin. I'm not busting on your skills. I'm not busting on your team or anything like this. <laughs> But Aaron and I were talking in our opening segment. If we would have picked somebody who is the only two-time winner in Pennsylvania, um, you might not have been on our list. Not that you're not a good racer with a capable <laughs> race car, but, um, dude, you're off to a great start up there. Um, that has got to feel really well as you get ready for all-star competition to have the early season success you've had in Pennsylvania. Yeah, it's always nice to, uh, you know, start off the year hot, especially when, uh, you know, you're getting ready to go into a long points battle. So. Uh, you know, the 13 cars just, uh, it's been on rails, man. I mean, the HP engines are good. The JRI shocks are great. And the RPM chassis have been rolling just like I want them to. So can't really complain on any fronts. Um, you know, it just seems like, uh, seems like once we get, uh, traveling a little bit, it seems like being out on the road just makes it a little bit tougher, you know, staying uh, close to the shop in Pennsylvania. Um, not that it's easy, but it's, uh, you know, it's nice to go back and sleep and sleep in your own bed and, and you get up in the morning and make, make yourself breakfast and, um, you know, and all that stuff means a lot. So it was uh, its going to be tough, but I think we're going to have a good shot at the championship. Well, it certainly has been an impressive start. 
Justin, after you won at Port Royal, you mentioned that you had, I think, every day watched two to three hours of video and film from Port Royal. When you watch races like that and try to prepare, what are you what are you looking for? Is it how the track changes? Is it lines people run? Is it all of the above? Like, what specifically as a driver do you look at when you watch old races? Uh, you know, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Um, you know, for starters, you know, you're always trying to watch different, uh, you know, you go through different years. So, uh, you know, for, for example, I might go back and watch, you know, a couple videos from 2019 and kind of see how the track was, you know, one night versus the next night and just kind of compare and maybe even take a little bit of notes, maybe jot. Okay. Well, you know, there was a solid, solid little patch of moisture coming off of two up on the top or, or on the bottom. And then, uh, then you go back a few years and you kind of try and figure out what the weather patterns were that night and just kind of try to pay attention to, you know, where everybody was running, uh, where guys could make passes, you know. And, um, you know, I think where a lot of guys might make mistakes when they're watching film is they go back and they'll watch highlights. You know, I, the reason that I spend two, three hours on there is because I'm, I'm watching a whole night. You know what I mean? I try to go back and watch a whole night where they were at qualifying, how the heat races were, dash, A main, stuff like that. So, um, like I said, just trying to look at a little bit of everything, track conditions, where guys were running, who was up front, why they were up front, you know, because if, if let's say Lance DeWeese is out there running up front, you can almost bet that the track's dead slick and he's got to pedal the thing because he's, you know, the best in the country at doing something like that. So um, just kind of all the, just kind of looking at all the factors and trying to make yourself better. When you mentioned like watching a specific time of year, do you watch like races from that date because of weather patterns? Is that what you said? Yeah, a little bit, you know, like, uh, you might, you might watch a race that is super juiced up. Well, you know, that might not be characteristic of that track. Like let's say the speed palace is, you know, typically known for being slick from bottom to top and producing some, you know, some racy, some racy features, but, um, you know, if it's juiced up and hammered down, you you kind of have to think, okay, well maybe, you know, it might've rained that day and you kind of got to go back and try and figure out, well, when did it start raining? You know, was it raining for three days? Did it rain all week? Did it rain just that morning? So all those kind of factors kind of play into it. And it's, it's, it actually takes a lot of research. I'm my mind. I'm <laughs> now I'm now I've, now I feel bad that I didn't think you, you should have won all seven or eight races. I mean, <laughs> with, with that, that, you have a neat opportunity this year with Tom Book. And Tom, Tom, one of the finest guys on the planet, always puts a good race car out there. And it sounds mm-hmm. like to me that that's what you're trying to reward him with, with your level of commitment as well. Yeah, I mean, when you get with a when you get with a, a true team like these guys are, and you know, he's got full-time guys in the shop, and he's got an awesome crew chief and Sean Strasbaugh and uh, Curtis Williamson from JRI Shocks is with us as well. And uh, when you put a combination of guys like that, you know the product's going to be great once you hit the racetrack. And um, so if I know the race car is going to be on it on top of its game and those guys are going to be on top of their game behind me, then I, you know, I feel like I should reward them with uh, the same level of commitment that they are. Cause you know, those guys are putting in over 40 hours a week in the shop. So, um, and I'm right now, currently I'm back home in, in Indianapolis. I'm actually at work at who's your tire here in Brownsburg. So, um, you know, I feel like if I'm out here getting to do what I need to do, then I should be still on top of my game, whether it's, you know, talking to sponsors or whether it's watching film and just being prepared for when I show up to the racetrack. Justin, you talk about when you get on the road, how it's a little bit more difficult. You know, you don't get to sleep in your own bed. You get kind of, you know, caught racing with the same people night in and night out. How important and how huge is it to have one at Williams Grove and Port Royal to get the ball rolling for the All-Stars? Well, it seems like half the races for the All-Stars are in Pennsylvania. So, yeah. um, you know, it's kind of looking back over the, the last few years, you know, Aaron Rice was kind of dominated the All-Stars. And, um, and I think a lot of that is because when he rolls into Pennsylvania, he seems to make up a lot of points on other guys. You know, his, his point lead seems to stretch out a little bit. He's, you know, winning the 
Pennsylvania races. He's, you know, he was the guy that was beating the posse. So um, I, I just think that that's, that's crucial. I think if uh, the guy who gets out of Pennsylvania the best is going to be the guy that has the best shot at winning the championship. So that was uh, – it is definitely huge. And, and like I said, going back to the guys I got around me, I mean, they've been in Pennsylvania racing, you know, their whole life. So it, it definitely helps a lot when you can get with a team that, um, you know, has a good idea of where the car needs to be at and can kind of – you know, I can get out of the race car and talk to him and say, hey, you know, I felt I felt like I could have been here. Maybe I should have moved down or thrown a slider this way. You know, what did you guys see? And and for them to have the experience of watching races at those tracks for so those tracks for so long, um, you know, it, it it's nice to be able to hear their opinion and they can kind of help me out a little bit. Now you're not letting those misfits though be a bad influence on you and getting in any trouble on the road now. Do you, do you are you are you are you are you making sure you're tucked back in the hotel bed or, or are you hanging with the misfits a little bit when you guys are on the road? Oh, uh, it's a little bit of both. You just kind of got it. Just depends on the night. Everything's good in moderation, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> they are. They are. Uh, Kurt uh, Williamson. It's Kramer's oh, son. Yeah. Oh, oh I my know God, Kurt. I love. I love. I love those guys. Yeah. I really do. That's cool. Yeah. Justin, when you look at the all-star lineup for this year, you know, there's opening for a new champion, uh, but the, it's a pretty stout list of guys you're going to be running with. What are your thoughts, expectations? Obviously, you, you said you're running for a championship. You feel like you've got it in it. But but is there a per- certain part of the season you're looking forward to, anything with competition? Like, what are your thoughts going in now that the points races are starting? You know, it's going to be a battle all the way to the end. Um, you know, looking at the list, as I think I saw this morning, there was, uh, you know, 11 full-time guys committed, and I think all 11 of them are, are capable of winning races and running yeah. up front. So I think it'll just be a matter of being consistent. Um, you know, I think realistically what, I, what I'm what i looking forward to is the sprint week, or I'm sorry, Ohio speed week. And uh, when we make those long, those long stints out in Pennsylvania, I think that's where we're going to be able to uh, – you know, kind of shine a little bit. Um, you know, I've, I've been in the gym a lot this winter and, and trying to get my, uh, trying to get, you know, the physical part about it right. And uh, I think uh, I might just be able to maybe outlast a couple guys just uh, in the heat and being out there in the, you know, in the, in the grueling summer, summer months. So I think that'll be best for us. Um, you know, like I said, I, these HP engines we got right now are really hitting good. So I think, uh, you know, the bigger Pennsylvania racetracks will, will play into our favor a little bit. And uh, we got Russ with RPM chassis right there as well out of Pennsylvania. So I think just the combination and the knowledge that we have around us is going to really help us out once we get into Speed Week and the Pennsylvania races. Final question for you. You said you're back in India. Who's your tire? What do you What do you do at Who's Your Tire? Uh, I'm just a tire slinger, man. I just I <laughs> I get tires for guys, mount tires, stuff like that. We also have uh, Algar Performance here as well. So I, I sell a little bit of parts and stuff. Just uh, Kind of a kind of a jack of all trades. I'm not here all the time, so I kind of just have to come in and help do what's needed. You know, that's awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. Well, we're going to be following along with you at Attica. I think I get to catch up with you guys at Virginia. I think I'm I'm coming up there to the, that race and uh, look forward to watching you race in person. But uh, congratulations on the strong start, and wish you the best uh, with the All Stars as we roll into the 2021 All Star season. Awesome. I appreciate it, guys. Thanks for having me on. There we go, Justin Peck. Uh, I stated it during that. Uh, if we had interviewed Justin preseason, um, I would have been raising my hand and saying, yeah, I think the cat goes into Pennsylvania and wins multiple yeah. times before the end of March. Um, what a commitment. What a dedication. Yeah. When I read the two to three hours a, yeah. a day leading up to Port Royal, and then him, I mean, you know my engineering mind. I love when he said that he actually looks at the weather patterns because I'm also a bit yeah. of a weather nerd. And, and to look at when it's rained and how the track changed, like that's that's some serious preparation. That's serious preparation. That really yeah. is. And and I've seen this, the, the and, and 
I understand this has been a very heavy NASCAR show. We've talked a lot. Yeah. But I, um, I'll i never forget, I was talking to Mark Martin. And uh, he was teammates at the time at Hendrick Motorsports with Jimmy Johnson. Mm-hmm. And he said, uh, I said, what's what's the, th-? and, and Mark was always a fitness guy. Yeah. And he said, I said, what's the thing about Jimmy? He said, he just works harder at his trade than everybody else. He works harder at his fitness. He works harder at his mental game. He studies the sport. He does this. He does that. He does this. He says, he says, I'm not shocked at all that Jimmy Johnson is Jimmy Johnson because he works harder at it than I do and everybody else. And when you listen to someone like Justin, it's like, oh. you know, okay, that that's tough to beat. Yeah. You know, and then and then you throw what Tom is providing them. Yep. Good equipment. Oh, it's pretty good stuff. Yeah. It's real good stuff. Off to a good start, too. Oh, yeah, go in there in Pennsylvania and whoop up yeah, on get them. Get your first Williams Grove win. I know. And win a port. Yeah. That's phenomenal. Man, I'll tell you what. Justin Peck. Always loved chatting with the guys, and uh, it's going to be fun to watch him as this season unfolds. Sage Fruit has been a longtime supporter of sprint car racing, sprint car fans, and us here at Wing Nation. What they pride themselves on most is providing shoppers with the highest quality, best-tasting apples, pears, and cherries available. Go to sagefruit.com and make sure you ask your local grocer for Sage Fruit. Circle B Diecast is the new diecast outlet from Plan B Sales. What started as Lionel and Chase Authentics Apparel Distributor has grown into the largest distributor of diecast and now includes Auto World Greenlight Collectibles, Brand Art, Sandbass Artwork, and University of Racing Lines. They have a huge inventory. The folks at Circle B Diecast love racing and support drivers like Kyle Larson, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., Christopher Bell, and many others with sponsorships and partnerships. And on orders over $20, use promo code MRN for free shipping. Check them out, CircleBDiecast.com. Sunoco is a proud partner of Wing Nation. Not all fuels are created equal, so fill up with Sunoco Ultratech. Sunoco Ultratech is a top-tier detergent gasoline that is proven to make your engine run cleaner, longer, and more efficiently. Using the same detergent package as what is blended into some of Sunoco's high-performance race fuels, you can trust Ultratech for your everyday race. Whether you're headed to the track or just hitting the road, fill up with Sunoco Ultratech and fuel your best. It is a weird week when we look at the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame birthday calendar. There's no birthdays in this week. The way it falls. Yeah. It's just like Sunday there was, you know, next week there is. But this, there's wow. a seven-day window where there's no Hall of Fame birthdays. It's not birthdays. a good week to be a sprint car driver no. and have your birthday. Well, but last <laughs> last week we had Aaron's well, birthday. So I mean, we all need to kind of catch our breath still, after that. It was anyway. a national holiday. So well, I actually was, requested exactly. that. Yes. This week be without Absolutely. Any. So, you know, so now we're all kind of catching our breath, and then we'll just go the next 51 leaks leading up to the I, National I'm holiday. still looking for more cupcakes, though. I know. How about those cupcakes? They were good, good, weren't they? Kate liked the others, too. Kate yeah, liked she, them, oh, did yeah. Oh, that's good, Dude. boy. When I could be, you know, used to be, used to be rocks used to be what I would get with Kate. That would, uh, now, now I've got they, cup, chicken rocks. Chicken rocks, yeah. Now we got to do cupcakes. So Kate, Kate is getting a little bit more sophisticated well, with things. Well, she's yeah. getting a little older. Getting a little older. Know. She's realizing that she's been around a little are, more pavement racing. Those, a little postman, more... those are rocks. This is a cupcake. There's a difference here. You know, where it used to be. That's, I love the innocence of a child like that. So, uh, but the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum, they're getting ready for their 31st annual National Sprint Car Hall of Fame induction ceremony. It's coming up on Saturday, June 5th. Aaron, this class, what a bunch of characters. Uh, yeah, a great group yes, of characters. Yes, great class. Greg Hodnett, Tim Schaefer, Jeff Swindell, Walt Dyer, Paul Leffler, Don Lamberti, Spencer Riggs, and Bill Cummings. Schaefer, Swindell. Yeah, Hodnett. 
Hodnett. Lamberti. Yeah, Walt Dyer. I yep. I uh, watched um, Walt, of course, the the uh, longtime team owner up in uh, Pennsylvania. It was the four sixty one yep. car? Yeah, um, the brick, brick car. The brick car. Yeah, the yeah the. And uh, I was I was sitting at Port Royal, and Walt was sitting down to the side, the row below me. Where I was close to the aisle, he was the next sec- section over, one row down. And um, I'm sitting up there watching the race, and Lance is. I know we're at Port Royal. He's winning. Okay, I know that's a shocker. Lance crosses the finish line. Walt is just this little, unassuming, quiet appearing man, and all there was was there was a fist pump oh, when that's Lance cool. went across. And I'm like, man, your former team owner just got a little fist pump, and that's that was cool. that was so cool. And that's what I love about the Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum is these these people that are so critical to the sport. You know, and and I. I, I don't know how I even knew that was Walt Dyer. Um, someone probably pointed him out to me. Yeah. But just unassuming guys sitting in the stand, and you realize that this is an iconic Hall of Famer. Yeah. And um, I think that's what's neat about it and um, fun stuff. Um, Jeff Swindell, I think they're probably going to have to get the hook out when it comes time to end the, <laughs> end the acceptance speech. You might get a little political spiel. Might get a little, yeah, you might get a little uh, Trump 2024 uh, <laughs> campaigning to get started off up there in uh, June and uh, in the Marion County of uh, Iowa to get the campaign started. In fact, if I'm if I'm a, a candidate on the Republican side, maybe that's where you look at launching your campaign yeah, and have Jeff be your man. So uh, fun stuff, really is. Uh, SprintCarHOF.com, that's www.SprintCarHOF.com. Com. Coming up later this week, we talked a lot with DJ Foose and um, and then with um, Justin Peck about the All-Stars. Yep. Uh, Blake Anderson's going to join us on the podcast. I love Blake Anderson. Just such a good guy. And we're going to get deeper and break this down. Uh, yep. The 11 stars that are going to be following the tour, the 11 All-Stars going to be following the tour and the, and the travel and everything. So um, Flow Racing, new partner on that deal. Um, so we'll talk to Blake Anderson. And uh, coming up on our Wing Nation television program presented by Sage Fruit, Brad Sweet. Um, I'm just telling you, we've already recorded this. Ashley and I did. It was a fun visit with Brad Sweet. Good. Good stuff. Good, good stuff. Coming up that Jason Johnson when he yeah, talks about Jason. Win. So he talks a lot about Jason as well. So neat, neat stuff. Hey, thanks to DJ Foose and Justin Peck. But more important than all of that, Thank you for joining us here this week on Wing Nation, presented by Hercules Tires. NASCAR season is here, and everyone on the Toyota racing team is doing their part to perform at the highest level. From driver Ty Gibbs to amateur musician Russell Viper, who's working on the perfect pre-race pump-up track for the team. Start those cameras up! Yeah! greater things this year. Everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc.